In a world that's full of distractions and so many different directions we can go, um, and especially with the way the world is changing so rapidly right now due to the pandemic and just the way things are right now, how do we decide what we're going to pivot into and what we're going to do? How do we decide what things we're going to focus on? And ultimately, what is our purpose and our destiny in in this life? Um, this is some of the things that um, I've been pondering over the past um, long time. And um, it's something that I feel uh, could be valuable to any of you guys listening. So uh, that's what today's podcast is going to be about. All right, hello and welcome to the Tom Talk Show. My name is Thomas Deneve and uh, on today's show we're going to be talking about um, more so just like pivoting and what type of vehicle uh, you should be deciding on. This is something that I've been thinking about for a long time and um, I I think that uh, based on the research and the things that I've been doing related to this topic I think it could be um, extremely valuable for all of you listening so um, let's jump into the episode so as you probably all know if you've listened to the Tom talk show before um, I believe a lot in obviously focus and focus is so important and one of the best books I've read on focus in my life is uh, total focus And um, the book basically is a Navy SEAL explaining um, why you have to be focused because if you're a Navy SEAL and you're not focused on the mission and and what you have to accomplish, then you're not going to accomplish it. You're going to get shot and you're probably going to die, right? So the the stakes are very high. Whereas in life, the stakes are not that high. So you're not going to have to be forced, like you're not forced into being focused, right? So um, anyway, I thought that that would be helpful. Total focus, I don't remember who it is by um i can pull it up but it's a it's a really good book and uh, i would recommend it to anyone that is struggling with um with their focus and with um with that being it's by brandon webb called total focus anyway so back into the back into the podcast so if you guys are um like me, and you have lots of different things that you want to accomplish and lots of different things that you want to do, and you feel like you're a very driven person, the first thing is is that you do have to pick one thing to focus on and one thing to actually do really well. And this goes back to a rule that I call the 100% rule. This is like a rule that I live by. And that is that everything you do, you got to give 100%. No matter what it is, you got to do your absolute best, whether that be with your relationship, whether that be with your health, whether that be with um, your religion, whether that be with uh, your friends or whatever it is that you're doing with projects or family, friends, wealth anything you give your absolute best i don't care if you're just making your bed in the morning and you're privileged enough to have a bed then you make that you make your bed as best as you possibly can and part partly part of the rule is that um 100 today is different than 100 tomorrow and 100 the next day is different than the last day so every day is a new day to give 100 percent Okay, so if you and if you compare your 100% to yesterday, then you're never really going to improve. So what you got to do 
is you just got to give 100% every single day, no matter what, and your results will just start to show. So the goal is just to give your best every single time and you'll just get better, like substantially better at everything that you do, okay? Um, this is like a rule, like I said, that I live by. And uh, one day I'll write a book about it and I've, I've kind of already started writing a book on it. But obviously books take a lot of time to write, especially if you're going to write a good book. So um, that's kind of a, a future thing. So um, anyway, so just deciding on on what you want to do. And I'm, I'm going to talk more in a business sense just because um, this is something that I've been I've been struggling with for a long time, just picking one thing to focus on. Anybody that knows me knows that um, that I've been having struggles with this. This is this is a challenging thing for entrepreneurs and business owners and and just people to do in general. Like, what should you focus on? Right. Even if it comes down to like getting married. Right. How do you focus on just one person and and becoming an expert in knowing what that person needs to feel loved and to feel happy and and joyful and what things you have to sacrifice in order to do that right because not you're not always going to feel like doing serving someone else right so um but you but you're always going to have to if you love that person right so it it can be used for uh relationships and whatnot but I'm going to talk more about it in a business sense, like I said, just because um, that's kind of the area that I was um, doing all the research about it on. So something that Warren Buffett says that I thought was really, really interesting is he he shared a story about him and his friend in school. And uh, one of his good friends, they, they're both hard workers, both very smart, but they both took very different directions. Now, this is based on the world's um, view of success and people in the world view success as financial wealth, right? Having lots of money and Warren Buffett, one of the richest men in the world, I think he's worth like a couple billion dollars now. Um, like he says uh, that him and his friend, both smart, both very hardworking, both, both very good at, at like have great educations and everything. But his friend decided to go into the steel business and Warren Buffett decided to go into obviously uh, stocks and 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 business, right? So both very different directions and different results, right? But they both had the same skill sets and the same um, level of work ethic and everything. But his friend, based on the world standard of success, was wouldn't be successful or as successful as Warren Buffett, right? So what Warren says is he says there's a lot of entrepreneurs in level two opportunities, but they're level ten entrepreneurs. And this caused me to think a lot about what I was doing and with uh, Red Spot Marketing and my my other ventures that I want to venture out into, um, one of them being a company called Rent Fund, another one being Enviro. And maybe I'll share a little bit more about those if we have enough time. But these are just different, um, different companies, different ideas, different uh, ways to solve problems. And sometimes... Um, I would start to, when, when I heard that, I started to consider or start to think about, start to ponder on, maybe I am in the wrong vehicle, right? So if you follow me on Instagram, you'll, you would have saw that I posted a post recently that said, uh, um, sometimes you're in the wrong vehicle, right? Uh, it didn't, it didn't go like that, but basically what it was saying is, is, um, there's a lot of people that are in the wrong vehicle and if you're in the wrong vehicle, then you're losing. And um, that can sound kind of harsh and anybody that knows me knows that I'm a kind of a straight up type person. I just shoot straight like how it is. That's it. And uh, 
that's 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 just the truth like if you're doing something right now and you don't feel fulfilled in your soul or in your spirit then it's it's probably because you have more to give than you're giving and you're holding back on your giving and that's kind of like how how i look at it that's the first approach that i look at it from is like okay is what i'm doing max maxing out what i can do and is it benefiting the world in a positive way right so if i'm actually solving a major problem then that's benefiting the world in a major way so what had me thinking was red spot marketing is solving a problem but it's not a major problem right and there's a lot of people that can solve the problem that i saw right offering marketing services and helping people with digital advertising there are a lot of people that can do it right and can do it very well and that's awesome i think that that's great but if there's a lot of people that can do it then it doesn't make anything different whereas the other companies are solving major major problems and I, I feel like I've developed the skill sets and I love what Steve Jobs says. He says, when, when you connect the dots, you can't connect the dots looking forward. Only when you look are looking backwards, you can connect the dots. And it's very clear why you had to go through what you went through. And I'm feeling like at a time where COVID is um, putting a lot of businesses under and there's a lot of struggle. Um, of course, there's a lot of things that you could do to help. Um, and there's a lot of different um, avenues you could take to support these businesses, which is exactly what I've been um, doing with Red Spot Marketing. But at the same time, um, there are way bigger problems than just helping those businesses. And like I said, there's literally millions, of, thousands of companies or potentially millions of companies that help these businesses, right, to be able to um, offer marketing services for digital advertising. So there's... There's a, a a large amount of people doing it, so it's not really you're you're not really different you're not really different. Okay, so there's a book called Millionaire Fast Lane, and it's by M. J. DeMarco. I've listened to the book probably a bunch of times, and I like listening to books just because I do have a bit of dyslexia, so I I tend to read things that aren't there. So um, audio books is like a, a dream come true for me. I still can read, like I still read all the time because I, I just like to practice at it and get better at it but and I and I think that you can work through that stuff but at the same time I think it, that uh, listening to books for me like while I'm working out while I'm driving while I'm just going on a walk or even just sitting in my office just doing uh, work and rather than listening to music or something I can listen to an audiobook right um and sometimes you just like listen to the same audiobook like five, six times just because sometimes every time you listen to it or you read it, it just uh, it comes out differently. Okay. Um, but anyway, the millionaire fast lane, there's a strategy in there called sense. And this is what the wealthiest people in the world follow. Okay, so I'm gonna give it to you. It's it's an acronym. So the C stands for control. And what they mean by what he means by control is that you have to have full control over whatever it is that you're doing. Okay. So when I start to think about me, what I'm doing is, um, do I have full control over what I'm doing? Right. If a client decides to shut the doors and, and cut my, cut me, um, just the next month, let's say, then I'm not in like, I'm not really in full control. Right. Um, 
And that's kind of my thought process process with red spot marketing. Whereas if I create something that is more sticky and the term sticky just means that people tend to use it for a long period of time, um, then that would give me a little bit more control, right? And if I control, let's say my own business and I'm growing my own business, um, not trying to grow other people's businesses, then that would give me more control, right? So this was just my thought process that I, I hope that hopefully it would be helpful for you guys. Um, and this is kind of why it got me thinking that I want to pivot into um, a bigger um, opportunity. Um, entry. What is the entry? Um, so when I was thinking about it for myself, what is the entry for um, the business that I'm in currently, right? And um, how many people could just start a business like this, right? And the answer to that is like, basically anyone could start a an agency if they just went online, searched up some stuff and figured it out. Like it would be, it's pretty easy to ent- enter. There's not really a high barrier to entry, right? Whereas the other companies, there would be a huge barrier barrier to entry, right? You can, it, you'd need a lot of capital and you would need a lot of time and people to be able to enter the markets that I'm thinking about moving into and entering, right? So entry is a big thing, right? So when you're thinking about deciding on something to, to pick for yourself, um, just think about the control and the entry, okay? And then the need. There needs to be a big need in the marketplace. Now, for, for me, and the reason I'm giving you guys it, the example for me is just because, li- like, literally, like I said, I was doing a lot of this research. Um, I was doing a lot of this research for myself to figure this out, and I just want to share it, just like, which is what this show is for, for me to just share, hopefully, insightful information for you guys so that you could... Uh, learn from what what I'm learning from. And then you guys don't have to go through the same thing. Um, need. So need is um, the market needs to like they need it, right? It's like uh, when COVID happened, and everyone was going to buy toilet paper, like everyone felt like they needed toilet paper. So the shelves were just completely empty. So if you just had toilet paper, there was a big need for it, right? So that would be type the type of thing that you want you want people to need it kind of like healthcare people need healthcare people need like there's a there's this guy i can't remember his name but he says there's uh, vitamins and then there are painkillers right um, vitamins are things that are nice to have and then painkillers are like you have a headache you need a painkiller right so you're going to go buy it and even if it's expensive you're going to pay for it right so that's where the need when you're thinking about starting something you want to have a need in there right you want to have something where it's like people need it right um and then time you want to have something that is detached from your time right let's just say for example if you had if i was to sign a thousand clients today on for for red spot marketing that would be a substantial amount of time that i would have to invest into fulfilling those clients and helping those clients get the success that they want, right? And um, some of them might fail, and then some of them would succeed, right? So, and that's just the nature of the of the game, right? That's just the nature of it, right? Not everything you do is always going to work out, but as long as you just don't give up, then you're, then you'll, then you'll do better than most, right? You'll you'll get to the destination that you want, but time, but whereas the other companies that I'm thinking about getting into they detach time. Like if I had 20,000 people sign up tomorrow, it wouldn't affect my time. 
it would still be the same amount of time that I would be spending on it. So there's got to be a time equation and then scale. This is another thing. It's kind of closely related to time, which is scale means that if same, same idea, if, if a thousand people join, um, how am I going to scale that, right? How does that scale? Can I scale it really quickly? Or if 20,000 people join, would the, would the thing, the product or the service be able to handle that scale, right? So that's sense. It's a super cool way to think about different opportunities and things. If you're trying to decide on what to pick, right? Um, it was helpful for me. And then the last thing I want to share is just being able to verify in your gut. And um, there, there's this saying, and I'm sure you've heard it, is just people saying, trust your gut, right? So when you think about, when you think about things to do, and you're trying to think about um, what to pick and what to focus on and maybe what to pivot into or what job to decide or what person to marry in your life or there's there's this feeling that you'll get in your gut and you just got to learn how to trust that it's it's hard to explain that, that honestly but um you, you also just got to trust your gut and if you're not sure um if you're like well i don't really have any type of feeling then what i do is i do a more logical approach whereas um logically we actually don't make decisions. We think we do, but we don't. It's still an emotional decision because we logically think, which is an emotion, that we're making an, a, a logical decision, which is still emotional. Like human beings are emotional creatures, and that's what we do. We make decisions emotionally. So even if we think it's like a logical decision, it's still based on emotions, like regardless of what, what anyone says. So um, based on based on that, what I would say is just trusting your gut and and just being honest with yourself. There was many, many years that I would just lie to myself and say like, um, no, no, this is okay. This will work. This will work. This will work. And I knew deep down, like, I don't know if this is actually going to work. <laughs> right. So, and sometimes in some scenarios, it is good. And uh, there's people that uh, like Steve Jobs, for example, if you read the autobiography of him, they'll, people will say it was called his uh, reality distortion field, where he would like, people would say it's going to take like a year to build something and he would be like, do it in two weeks. And then people would be like, you can't do that in two weeks. And he'd be like, yes, you can. I could do it in two weeks. And then people would get stuff done a lot faster. Like anyone that worked with Steve Jobs, they'll tell you like, yeah, he pushed me to my absolute limits and we got stuff done. Like, because he used this thing called the reality distortion field. So um, anyway, I, I'm not sure where I was going with that. It's kind of off on a tangent, but hopefully this stuff is helpful. Hopefully hopefully that um, these different things like the sense strategy, total focus, and really just picking the right vehicle um, is helpful. And then some of the advice that I got from the people at my church, which was really helpful, was making sure that you're on the same page as if you're married as your, your significant other and um, making sure that you both are on the same page because you don't want to put your marriage in jeopardy. You don't want to put your relationships in jeopardy for, um, for something. So let's just say, for example, um, I'll give you guys my, my personal example, which is my wife just says, as long as we have income coming in, I don't care what you do. Right. So 
that gives me a lot of freedom to decide. Now, I can go and make some passive income, right? So I could go and have some rental properties. Maybe I could have some affiliate products that I that I promote and sell, which I do. Um, and I'm working on the the real estate investments right now to get some passive income. But once I get my passive income up to a point to where um, I don't have to work anymore and I can just work on the things that I know are going to make a difference. And those things that I know are going to make a difference might not pay me for a long time. That's okay because I have other income streams that are paying me, right? But I can still focus my time on the um, on the big opportunities, on the big things, right? And if you're going to do something, you might as well do something that is going to be big and something that is going to have a massive impact. When you're doing stuff that is small and it's it doesn't really have a lot of meaning behind it and you're just doing it just to get by and make money, I think that that can be long-term. That's what has, has kind of captured me and made me feel like, you know what, like, I'm not doing anything significant. I'm not doing anything that is solving major problems. I'm solving problems that almost ever anyone else could solve. Whereas when you do something unique and different, something that is uniquely created for you and you have the skill set to do it and you're honest with yourself and you say, okay, what skills is this going to take? And then what skills do I have to go and find someone, someone else that has those complementary skills that I don't have, right? Let's just say like, I'm really good in marketing and sales. I understand programming. I can understand. I can understand what it takes to program something. I can understand um, uh, how to get things set up on, let's say, the Google App Store and the Apple App Store. I can understand how to do all that stuff. Are there people that are better at optimizing all those things than me? Yes, a hundred percent. There is. So, what should I do? Should I go and try and learn how to do that stuff myself? Or should I go and find other people? Well, I should stick to the main skills that I'm good at. And then I should go and find people that are way better than me at doing the other skills. But I need to have an understanding of those skills still. And this is where um, this guy named Alex Harmozy taught me um, that you need to still have the skill set. You need to understand what it is, right? Maybe you don't understand how to how to do your books and all that but you know how it works. You have an understanding of it, right? You don't know how to technically do it, but you have an understanding of how it works and why it's important, right? And I and understanding all the different areas of your business, especially as a CEO, if you're gonna run a company, is so important. Um, there's this book that I, that I recently listened to from a guy who's a billionaire. Um, I'm trying to remember what it's called. I can't remember what it's called right now, but basically what he says and he's a super wealthy, successful guy who started with nothing and who's a multi-billionaire now. And what he says is that he understands every single area of his business, right? He understands it. He doesn't know how to do the things, but he understands everything. He knows the reason and the purpose why it's there and wh- how it should function, right? And then, um, and that gives him an ability to when he's hiring people or when people are talking about this certain thing, he can have a good understanding of, okay, I know, I know that this person knows what they're talking about because he has done his own research and they, and he knows exactly what that should look like or what that should be functioning like. Right. So that's kind of just off on a tangent, but the moral of the story is just, if you don't have a gut feeling around something to decide on, 
then uh, the next thing that I would I would do is try to make a more logical decision. Write down all the different things that you could decide on and uh, whether that be whatever it is, write it down, write down, this is exactly what I did, write down the ones that um, are, just write down everything on your mind, basically, and then circle the ones that you feel are the most important to you, right? Circle the top, like, there's this guy who says, uh, write down a list of all the different goals, and then circle the one that if I told you, you could have it in the next um, six weeks, then um, circle that one, right? Whatever one that is, then he says, focus on that one only until, focus on accomplishing that one only until you get, uh, until you accomplish it and then move on to the next one. So I was like, dang, that's a, that's a good idea. That's a good strategy. So that's exactly what I did. And um, I think I would encourage you guys to, uh, to potentially do that and just trust your gut, trust your skill sets, and um and you'll be able to uh and you'll be able to make it happen all right hopefully you got some value from that i kind of went off on some tangent there but um if you like this uh podcast please do subscribe to the to the podcast wherever you are and if you don't mind write a review leave a review for me let me know uh, what you thought of the podcast um it also helps out my channel to to reach more people um i'm gonna start recording more of these i know i've been kind of slacking and lagging i recently got married and um i got lots of um advice around that and my for for people in in the stage of maybe not married yet but they're engaged and maybe you're dating and you want to get married to the person you're with um i got some helpful things that i think would be helpful in the future around that and then obviously like business and the direction that i'm going to be going with my business um i think it's gonna be helpful for a lot of people when i share um some stuff about that and if you guys have any ideas on what you guys would like me to to talk about on the podcast um send me a message or on social media or you can send me an email at thomasdenev at outlook.com that's t-h-o-m-a-s-d-e-n-e-v-e at outlook.com and uh, let me know some topics maybe that you would like me to talk about or if you want to be on the podcast you can also reach out to me there and uh and we can set something up where you can jump on and we can talk about a certain topic anyway um, hope you guys are all staying safe and doing well. Um, and uh, God bless you. And I'll talk to you guys next time.